Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hour number three of a Friday, live right here on the early line on SportsGrid, our third and final before we head out today and send you in to your weekend. He is Donnie Wrightside. He is a narc. I am Ben Stevens. We have a huge third hour for you. Some NBA action to start off on this Friday, but sadly for DRS, it's not the IST, the in-season tournament group play is now done. Quarterfinal action though, Donnie, in the in-season tournament, that's coming your way next week then we will preview conference championship weekend in college football you don't wait until saturday we've got a double header of conference title games on this friday including the final ever pac-12 championship game and it's a top five tilt the best conference championship game of the weekend on this friday in las vegas then our pick six for the week 13 nfl sunday slate the picks that we like across the board this weekend that's a third and final hour for you. It certainly is. And the boys on College Football Day going out with a bang tomorrow on the final <laughs> show of the year, guys. Go out in style and make sure you pick Louisville as a victor tomorrow. Come on now. Did I get that right? Did I get that ad read right? You got is it. Is that correct? You got to take it. You got to take it, man. You can't just drop that live on air with false information. College football today is not done, despite it being oh. conference championship weekend tomorrow. Maybe can I interest you in 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern time on Saturday? Listen up with Donnie Wrightside. Now, now, look, I'm trying helping you guys out, like, because you guys can reconvene yeah. for the college football playoffs. You get the whole month off because Thanks. nobody's watching bowl games in December. I'm helping you guys out. This is oh. called negotiations from a top level here. Let's welcome in our Sports Grid Radio audience so they can join the fun on this football Friday. Mm -hmm. He's Donnie Wrightside. I am Ben Stevens. You're listening to the early line on Sports Grid Radio at Sirius XM Channel 159. All of our other radio terrestrial affiliates now in the full. Before we get to the rest of this football weekend, conference championship weekend in CFB in the NFL week number 13, Sunday slate around the association we go for the third time this year. It's a battle of two teams in the Atlantic division. It's the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers. The Sixers an underdog tonight. They're getting six points on the road in Beantown against the Seas. The over-under, 224 and a half. This is the third meeting between these two clubs, Donnie. All three times, the Celtics have been the favorite. The Sixers have been the underdog. Philly won outright the first time as an underdog. Boston won big and covered in their second meeting. What will we see here in game number three between these two sides tonight. Typically, when these two teams play, I always lean towards the Boston Celtics because the Boston Celtics have gotten better of the Philadelphia 76ers over the past couple of years. But also, we talk about so many times in the NBA when you are playing teams here. The Philadelphia 76ers last time out on the court, they lost a basketball game. Maxi was fantastic. How about Embiid? Oh, that's right. He didn't play. He should be rested and mm. ready for this game tonight. I'm going to take the Sixers getting the points, but also, Ben, double down on the over 224 and a half. I think we get points. I yeah. think we get a solid game, a rivalry game, and I'm going to take the Philadelphia 76ers, if they can't win it, they'll hang within that number. 
Philly has gone over in eight of their last 10 games. I appreciate the look right there. The Celtics have played 18 games this year. Boston has been a favorite in every one. They are eight, eight and two against the spread. They have the best record in the NBA alongside the Minnesota Timberwolves, both teams that sit in the top spot in their respective conferences. The T-Wolves out west, the Celtics out east, both 14 and four at this moment. Of course, we compare the stars on this Friday night inside TD Garden. Joel Embiid, 31 and a half, his points prop, 10 and a half rebounds. Jason Tatum, 28 and a half points. He's been going over those rebounding props a ton this year. They started early in the season, seven and a half, eight and a half, now on their way up, nine in a hook, the rebounds number for Tatum tonight against Philadelphia. Yeah, there are some, and also, you take a look at the superstars, who I do think are going to perform well in this game, but these secondary guys, like the Derek Whites of the world, yeah. three straight games, though, actually, the last six, seven games, excuse me, that he's played, at least double digits in each one of those, made two threes, one three, three threes, so something to look at on the opposite end. If Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum aren't firing away, Derek White's certainly that secondary guy that can drop a couple three-point shots here and certainly get you the assist. How about the yeah. last two games? 18 combined assists for Derek White as well. Secondary options, always in nice place to look only prop out for the Sixers right now is that 31 and a half from the points prop component for Joel Embiid nothing on Tyrese Maxey who has scored 30 or more in four of the last five for the 76ers has had at least 20 20 in the second game against Boston this year 25 in the opening game against the Celtics as well both of those games in Philadelphia tonight for the first time between these two sides out in Boston how about a huge game in the Western Conference between the two teams that have the two best prices to win the conference title this season out in the valley it's the Nuggets and the Suns Phoenix a two-and-a-half-point home underdog. The over-under, 225-and-a-half. The Nuggets have only been an underdog one time this year in their 19 regular season games played so far. This is game number 20. They are the favorite side as of right now. I guess you want some payback from last year's playoffs, but I don't know if you're going to get yeah. that tonight because, again, we're not made whole in the starting lineup here for the Phoenix Suns. Booker, Gordon, Allen, Durant, and Nurkic should be good enough to win basketball games, yes. But the interesting fact is, again, as we look at the 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles, boy, that's interesting. Road team against a solid opponent here as the favored role. As long as Jokic and Jamal Murray are showing up tonight, who's yep. going against the Denver Nuggets? You don't think, oh, well, it's revenge and we're going to lose this game. Nonsense here. The Nuggets are favored. The Nuggets are going to win this game a 32 point triple double for Nikola Jokic just in the last game Denver played on Wednesday a 10 point victory against the Rockets in which they covered as a nine and a half point favorite Denver as a favorite this year just seven and 11 against the spread at this point Phoenix has not been an underdog all that often here as of late Kevin Durant 31 and a half the points prop tonight Nikola Jokic on the other side 30 and a hook to record a triple double for the Joker plus 145 he has had a triple double in two of the last four in the other two games he has missed out by one stat either a rebound or an assist elsewhere Donnie keep an eye on the Orlando Magic. The Magic this year have won eight straight games. They're 13 and five. They've got the second best record in the Eastern Conference. Orlando tonight in a matchup at home against the Washington Wizards, an 11 point favorite. The Magic, can they cover? Love the fact that you see that total there sitting at 238 and a half. I don't know if they can cover the 11, but I'm going to bet that they're going to score a lot of points between both of these teams. Just give me the over. Let's root on points in this game, Ben. 13 and 5 right now for Orlando as you can see now favored to see the postseason one final game to take a look at on this Friday up in the six it's the Raptors and the Knicks a two-point spread in favor of Toronto 217 and a half the Knicks on the second leg of a back-to-back -back, they handed the Pistons their 16th consecutive loss every game in November for Detroit. They lost that basketball game. It's conference championship weekend. It's conference championship Friday in college football next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. College football championship weekend is finally upon us here. Everything will shake out, and by this time, I guess you said maybe a little bit later, noon, I'd say 12-15-ish on Sunday, we'll know exactly who's going to be playing in the college football playoff. But before we get there, the games have to be played. It's time for Donnie Wrightside Ben Stevens to tell you which side you should be on. Let's start it up tonight because this is fantastic. We don't even have to wait until a noon kickoff here to get our championship week started. There are two ball games tonight, but the central focus out west in Las Vegas. Oregon, Washington, round two, three-point game last time around. We're not expecting it yeah. this time because why? The FanDuel Sportsbook opened up it as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Has quickly moved to nine-and-a-half. Yeah. Other outlets showing double digits. Is it that easy, Ben? The Oregon Ducks, the Oregon Ducks are walking into the college football playoff, or do we get a fight from an unbeaten, highly ranked Washington Huskies team? I can't wait to play it out. How do you see it fit? Donnie, including that game against Oregon for Washington, in seven of their final eight Pac-12 games, it was decided that final margin by just a single digit. That's why I think the Power Raiders and the odds makers are slightly overlooking UW. Now, as we forecasted this game with a potential hypothetical matchup between Oregon and Washington before either of the two teams booked a spot in the final ever Pac-12 championship game. Pour some out tonight in Las Vegas. The line was six and a half. It has worked by over a field goal and only worked to one side. That's the Oregon Ducks. The Huskies have been an underdog three times under Kalen DeBoer, who became the head coach last year in 2022 at Washington. And under DeBoer, they have won all three games outright as an underdog, including once this year on the road in Corvallis, prevailing despite not scoring a single point in the second half. I think Oregon wins this football game. Let me put it out there right now. I don't know if they win it by double digits, but the reason the Ducks have been so dominant, Donnie, unlike what Washington has done this year as a favorite, two and six against the spread in Pac-12 play, Oregon is nine and two against the number as the favored side this year. Only one game outside of the loss to Washington decided by a single digit. That was against USC a few Saturdays ago. But again, Oregon has a loss. Washington does not. It was between these two teams back in the middle of October, which brings me to the total, 65 and a half. On that Saturday in Seattle, 36-33. I think we see some points tonight. There is no doubt the better defense entering this football game is Oregon, and it's not particularly close. The Ducks, the best passing defense in all of the Pac-12. They allow less than 250, 15, excuse me, passing yards per game. And Michael Penix Jr. threw for over 300 against Oregon the first time around but since then Donnie, under 300 in four of the six games to end out the year for the Huskies his passing yards prop tonight 295 and a half under 300 Bo Nix 317 and a half if Bo Nix approaches that number if Oregon wins this football game even by a point which I don't expect will be the case probably closer to a touchdown Bo Nix the minus 220 Odds on strong Heisman Trophy favorite is going to win the Heisman Trophy. I believe Oregon wins this football game. I believe Bo Nix flirts with 317 and a half. He's been well over that number with at least 300 and 
160 passing yards in the last four games for Oregon. And I believe the Ducks will play in the college football playoff, sending the Pac-12 conference back to the CFP for the first time since the 2016 college football season in its final year of existence. Let's play a little devil's advocate in this football game because as I joked to start the show, the Heisman Trophy should be in the building, shined up and ready to go mm -hmm. for Bo Nix and Oregon if they win. Having said that, let's just say we do get close to 70 points on the board. Let's just say we do get Michael Penix out dueling Bo Nix here. Yeah. If you look at the FanDuel Sportsbook right now, who's the favorite to win the Heisman? It's Bo Nix. He should be at a minus 200 price, followed by Jaden Daniels at plus 160. But I feel like we're shortchanging Michael Penix Jr. at 16 to 1. Could the trophy be in Las Vegas only to be taken away from Michael Penix with a win by Washington, who then would have beaten Oregon twice heading into the National Football no. Playoffs? I don't believe so, Donnie, because the numbers have dropped off for Michael Penix Jr. in the last month and a half of this college football season. The numbers are there for Bo Nix. He leads the country in passing yards, more than 3,900. He has the second most passing touchdowns this year, 37, only behind Jaden Daniels. Two interceptions, a 78.3% completion percentage for Bo Dacious. That is on pace as of this moment to be the best ever completion percentage we have ever seen in the history of FBS college football even with a spectacular game for Michael Penix Jr. and a Washington victory outright to send the Huskies with a perfect 13-0 record to the college football playoff. I think the argument would shift back to Jaden Daniels given the historical statistics LSU's quarterback has put up this season. By the way, a famous quote here. Patrick Henry once said, give me liberty or give me New Mexico State. That's the next game we're going to talk about right now. Mine, you like that's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. Minus 11 and a half with the FanDuel Sportsbook and a total of 57 and a half. New Mexico State or Liberty, where do we go tonight? Where do we go from here? I mean, that's good. You knew it was good, too. Good. That was very, that was good. very good. To think about how you have started the college football conversations on this Friday, comparing the Heisman Trophy to the Stanley Cup, being in yep. the arena for a game before it starts, and a Patrick Henry quote to set up the CUSA title game on this Friday night as well. Liberty, Donnie. One of five FBS teams with an undefeated regular season this year in 2023. A perfect 12-0. and 0. But it does not steal any of the shine away from New Mexico State. A huge testament to what Jerry Kill and the Aggies have done this year. Of course, two Saturdays ago, the upset as a 25-and-a-half point underdog on the Plains in Auburn. They made a million point eight five in that game to just go play Auburn at Jordan-Hare Stadium. And they won by 21 as a 25-and-a-half-point underdog. That was the second-largest upset of this college football season. They also won 10 games. The first double-digit win season for New Mexico State as an FBS college football program, the first in the program's history dating back to 1960. With all that being said, I think Liberty wins this football game and wins it going away. An 11.5-point spread now that was 10.5 earlier this week. The Flames, Donnie, not only a perfect 12-0 straight up this year in the regular season, booked as a favorite in every game. They were 8-4 against the number. All eight of those covers came when the Flames were a two-touchdown favorite or less, and they're still under that margin here, laying 11 and a half. A couple of other looks for you in this football game. Liberty is led not by Hugh Freeze, but Jamie Chadwell, who runs the new age triple option offense out of that shotgun formation. Caden Salter is his quarterback. He does some great things with his legs on the ground. His rushing yards prop 55 and a half tonight, a number he has been over seven times this year. But what I like more is a minus 140 anytime touchdown prop for Salter. He has found the end zone 11 times this year, including in the first matchup against NMSU back in week number two of this college football season. Liberty won by 16, covered as a nine and a half point favorite, and Salter scored twice, Donnie. By the way, let me ask you a quick question on this Liberty football program as is. You take a look at Hugh yeah. Freeze, who was there, 34-15 and 15 overall record. He handed it over to Chadwell. He's 11-0. Is this a, one of those, because we don't know where college football is going in the future, but one of those teams yeah. that really built a foundation here, has a solid standing here. Is this a chance for when these, you know, conferences yeah. start to expand, Liberty would be included? Because quite frankly, it looks like a pretty good institution uh, sports-wise. 
Listen, as a private Christian institution, Liberty has a ton of investment. I will leave the resources conversation at that for this moment, but it certainly is a burgeoning football program that has been able to attract some big-name head coaches. A big game as well for Liberty, currently ranked 24th in the CFP rankings. They're two spots behind Tulane, who plays in the AAC title game tomorrow in New Orleans. If for some reason the Green Wave loses outright to SMU, Liberty would be in line for a New Year's Six Bowl berth, in my estimation. More conference championship weekend caps coming your way up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. And away we go as we talk college football championship weekend right here on the early line on a football Friday on the Sports Grid Network. He's Ben Stevens. I'm Donnie Wrightside. And the game of the weekend, not really, but maybe to me, and maybe it's a fandom out mm. here. And I like to preface this by saying Louisville and Florida State for the ACC championship. As we know, it's a neutral site. How about this? Rain in the forecast for the entire football game. Setting the table here, Florida State, a slight favorite at the FanDuel Sportsbook at a minus two and a half point price, a 47 and a half. The ramifications for this game are massive. If Louisville wins, they'll win the ACC. They'll probably play in a New Year's Six Bowl day. No chance to make it into the college football playoff. However, Florida State, if they win, I saw the latest number crunching, I guess you could say, Ben, 70% yeah. chance for them to make the college football playoff because that's not taking into effect. You lost your starting quarterback. That's just the body of work, and that's how it's going to be graded. Right. Talk to me about this football game and the ramifications for it because me, I'm a casual right. college football fan. If my favorite team isn't in it, give me a reason to sit on my couch and watch multiple games. If Florida State is in, it draws me away. If Florida State is out, I think we get a perfect playoff. But this game alone is going to decide that. Does Louisville have the chops to pull off the slight upset against Florida State here? So let's have Donnie Wrightside go take the dogs for a walk and maybe a cigar in the backyard like during the college football playoff semifinal like game because I will make this very clear once again. If Florida State wins the football game outright against Louisville tomorrow night in Charlotte for the ACC championship game, FSU with a perfect 13-0 record as a Power 5 conference champion is going to play in the college football playoff. You might not like it, but that is what is going to happen. We do not put the best four teams in that would be favored against every other team in college football playoff contention. We put in the four most deserving based on resume. That is what has always happened in the nine-year history of the college football playoff and what would happen in the final year of this format of four in year number 10. How do I know that? Look at the money line. Florida State minus 125 to win the ACC title. Florida State to make the college football playoff Minus 128. That's the big picture, Donnie. That awaits on Sunday. What comes our way tomorrow night on a Saturday. Now, this report is unsubstantiated at the moment, but college football injury reports 
are a little bit interesting. If you remember in the fourth and final quarter, late last week in the Sunshine Showdown at the Swamp between the Gators and the Seminoles, Tate Rodemaker, the backup quarterback for Jordan Travis, now thrust into that starting role on a scramble, was targeted like we have ever rarely seen targeting in all of college football. He left the game. He come back just a few plays later. There are some burgeoning reports that Tate Rodemaker's status is in question for the ACC title game. Follow the line. Regardless, though, Donnie, I think it comes down to the ground game on both sides for Florida State. Last week, Trey Benson, 95 yards on the ground against the Gators, three rushing scores. But more importantly, I think it's that FSU defense that I expected more from this year. 10th best passing defense in the country, allowing less than 180 yards per game. But they give up a buck 40 on the ground. And whether it's Jawar Jordan or Isaac Arendo for this Louisville side, they run it well, 183 yards per game. That is the key matchup to me. Let's see if it breaks out there on Saturday. But again, rain in the forecast could make this interesting. And I don't know who that acts. Let me ask you that real quick. If there is rain in the forecast, who does this benefit? For me, wouldn't it be Florida State? Because you would sort of put that, let's lean on the ground game and maybe Florida State would have a better ground game? Yeah, but I think the the storyline and the matchup advantage for both, the game plan probably for both offenses starts on the ground either way, Donnie. So I don't know if rain in the forecast either benefits or harms either of the two teams. Jack Plummer, the quarterback for Louisville, is probably the better quarterback in this matchup, even if it is Tate Rodemaker. But I still think both teams are going to focus on the ground. Louisville trying to run it up against the FSU defense and knowing the importance now of Trey Benson to the Seminoles offense as well. Let's head on down to Peachtree Street. We're going to take it to Atlanta here. Georgia versus Alabama, the SEC championship game. Both of these teams entering in SEC play undefeated. So one of those zeros is going to go here in the SEC. The question is, Alabama does have a loss. If Alabama wins, do they walk into the college football playoff? And also at the same time, do they knock Georgia out or Mm. vice versa? What a football game here. We've seen this line as high as six and a half this week at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Back down to five and a half, a total of 54 and a half absolutely sensational football game 4 p.m eastern ben from your perspective yeah what are we seeing i mean a top 10 tilt in atlanta with an sec championship on the line it doesn't get better than this matchup between georgia and alabama and in this matchup three times in the last 10 years we have seen the crimson tide booked as an underdog They're the only three times Alabama has been a dog in the last decade. They have won two times outright, did not cover in the other game. That was in the national championship back in 2021. But Alabama blew the doors off Georgia 41-24 in the SEC title game back during the 2021 college football season. Donnie, often we have started the conversation with Georgia the last three years, including the last two where they won a national championship with how elite the dogs defense was and still kind of is but the biggest difference for UGA this year they're not nearly as good up front they allow 117 rushing yards per game we would expect Jalen Milrow Jace McClellan Roydell Williams to try to take advantage of that for Alabama's rushing attack three or two times excuse me in the last four games for Jalen Milrow he has run for over 107 yards including 155 and four touchdowns against LSU 220 and a half the passing yards prop a number he has been over in two of the last three games but my favorite bet in this one Donnie is Georgia's quarterback Carson Beck earlier in the week his passing yards prop 260 and a half that is now on the rise 265 in a hook a number he has been over 10 of the 12 games for the Bulldogs this year. Alabama has played three other quarterbacks that ranked in the top 45 in terms of passing yardage this year in college football at the FBS level. Jackson Dart and Ole Miss, he threw for 244. In the victory over Tennessee, it was Joe Milton, who would not think is as good of a quarterback as Carson Beck. He threw for 271. And most importantly, Donnie, in the only loss this year for Alabama, Quinn Ewers had close to 340 yards against this Alabama secondary. I think Carson Beck goes over 265 and a half. That's my favorite bet for the SEC title game. 
But when it's all said and done, the wildness is there might be a team that wins the SEC and doesn't have an SEC loss and doesn't make the college football playoff. We'll see how that turns out. And also, one of the more intriguing matchups, you would think it would be Alabama and Georgia, but it just might be on Saturday night here, the Big Ten Championship, Michigan and Iowa, and people buying in on Iowa. They didn't have to win the football game, but we saw as high as 23-and-a-half as a favorite for Michigan, now down to 21-and-a-half. The fun part about this football game is gauging what we're getting out of Iowa particularly on offense a first half number just score a point and cover your team total for the game itself seven points would get you a winning ticket it's unbelievable yeah. that it comes down to this does michigan roll or can iowa play spoiler here in the big 10 yeah it's really difficult right for iowa to cover even as a 21 and a half point underdog michigan in big 10 play this year six two and one against the spread booked as a favorite in every game there is only one way for the hawkeyes to win this football game probably even keep it within that three touchdown margin it's keeping the game under 34 and a half that is something iowa does better than most they need to go over their team total of six and a half as well 28 and a half is the maize and blues team total it's virtually the game total donnie at 34 and a half these two teams did meet two years ago in indianapolis for the big 10 title game michigan a strong fourth quarter they won 42 to three iowa has been a three touchdown underdog or more three times since 2016 last year in the regular season against ohio state they lost 54 to 10 came nowhere close to covering even as a 29 and a half point favorite but the two previous times 2017 at home in Kinnick against Ohio State getting 21 and a half they won 55 24 it's almost unfathomable to think an Iowa offense can score 55 points at this juncture and against Michigan again also at home in Iowa City back in 2016 they were getting 24 points they won 14 13 so you're saying there's a chance at least we can have a little belief entering Indianapolis on Saturday night. Maybe the forgotten game, which has major college football implications. Here. It's Oklahoma State of Texas going to kick off at noon, the Big 12 championship. And if you are betting the Texas Longhorns, they're the favorite side, and they are on the move. Opened up as an 11.5-point favorite at FanDuel. Now sits at over two touchdowns, which is 14.5. Other outlets been reporting as high as 15.5. Is this a walkaway winner for the Longhorns here in the Big 12? And what are their chances with a victory getting into the college football playoff? Key matchup in this football game, Donnie. Texas, the fifth best rushing defense in the country, only allowing 85 yards per game. Oklahoma State won seven Big 12 games. It's why they are playing here in the Big 12 championship. All led by Ollie Gordon II, their sensational running back, 166 yards, five scores last week to come from behind against BYU to play in this conference championship game. In all seven games, Ollie Gordon ran for at least 130 yards on the ground. All seven wins, I should say. His number is under 100 here. If he goes over, it's how Oklahoma State stays within striking distance. But I think it's all Texas. Now, to your question, Donnie. If Alabama does beat Georgia outright tomorrow in Atlanta, Alabama would be 12-1 and an SEC champion. If Texas wins as well, 12 and 1 Big 12 champion and a potential where they would decide a spot in the college football playoff the head-to-head between Texas and Alabama would be incredibly significant and of course Texas beat the Crimson Tide by 10 34-24 in Tuscaloosa week number two of this college football season now to the NFL our week 13 pick six is next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like building grid scale solar energy in ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. 
There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. What a weekend of football we have in store. From conference championship weekend in college football back to the National Football League. It's week number 13, and the Sunday slate is on the horizon. We saw points in the first game of week number 13, Thursday night at the Star in Dallas. The Cowboys victorious over the Seahawks, 41-35. Finally, a primetime total going over. 29 now have uh, stayed under, but nine going over. Over, that's what we love. All right, as we get ready for this week 13 NFL Sunday slate, it is time for our pick six. Donnie and myself will give you the picks that we love up and down the slate for this upcoming weekend. A reminder, it's a touchdown scorer that we think will find Pater, a money line underdog that might pull off the outright upset, our favorite under of the weekend, an alternate line with a little bit of plus money that catches our attention, our favorite yardage prop of the weekend as well. Well, and then we combine forces for a 6.2 leg teaser. Donnie, what is your favorite anytime TD prop of the weekend? And no, sadly, it cannot be Tony Pollard. I know it's, it's a shame, but again, as long as he's playing on Thursdays, we it's sort of make up for that or in prime time, but let's keep it rolling here because you want to stick with the hot hand. And also what comes up down the line. We talk about maybe the MVP race and only talk quarterbacks. There's a guy by the name of Tyree kill that might eclipse 2000 mm. yards receiving. But we're not hunting for reception yards this weekend against the Washington Commanders. We are hunting touchdowns. And by the way, Tyreek Hill has done that very well this year. Ten total touchdowns. Did you know there's only two games that actually hasn't scored a touchdown and has scored a touchdown in six of his last seven games? You're getting a pretty good price point here. I'm willing to spend up around that minus 150 price point yep. if I think I have a really good player on the hook for a touchdown to be scored. I did it last night around that number with Tony Pollard. Tyreek Hill's going to get in the end zone. That's what's up. That's minus 145, and I'm taking it here. Full score, we'll catch this. Listen, when we often see big minus money props for something that is mm-hmm. still relatively random, like scoring a touchdown. Tyree Kill could have 150 yards on 14 catches, and if he doesn't find the end zone, it's not like he had a terrible day by any means, especially if Miami wins and Tua Tungavailoa throws four passing scores. But the chance that happens and Tyree Kill does not score is very unlikely. That's why minus 145 still makes sense for something that is more likely than not. And I'll look at it as well in the game against Washington for the Finns this upcoming Sunday. The Commanders have a bottom five passing defense in the NFL. Their opponents throw on them more than 60% of their plays throughout this year. I think it's a big day for Tua. For Tyreek, he was going to be my favorite yardage prop. It's just 104 and a half, so I'll take the secondary market, as we'll look at in just a moment. But I think Miami scores and scores a ton. And again, seven of the eight wins for the Finns this year against a team with a losing record. That's what Washington has at four and eight. All right, going to my touchdown prop for week number 13. The number not out yet, weirdly, and props are available in every other category for this game. But the Steelers, a five and a half point favorite at home against the Cardinals on Sunday. We saw it last week, Donnie, with the firing of Matt Canada, a new life in the offense. The Steelers are seven and four. And for the first time in their 11 NFL games this year, they outgained their opponent in the Cincinnati Bengals and Najee Harris was big on the ground 99 rushing yards and a touchdown in fact Najee has scored three of the last four games whatever the number is I don't think it's going to be terribly minus money either just because it is the Pittsburgh Steelers and the game total is only 41 and a half I like Najee Harris to find the end zone against Arizona 
Makes a lot of sense, too. And by the way, Jalen Warren was decent last week. I believe had right around 50 yep. yards rushing. So if you can get that ground game cranked up, that means the football is going to move. And also keep in mind, which we like, I guess if you total scoring, not so much. But if there's rain in the forecast, more of a ground game here. And also you're going to get a very yeah. weak Arizona defense. Should be able to push them around. And if the Steelers are winning the football game, that means more runs in the second half and a chance to explode there. I like what I see out of Najee Harrison. Maybe just changing the guard from the offensive player coordinator. You saw last week, who was the main running back? Yeah. Najee Najee Harris, who scored Najee Harris. Maybe that's the way to go this weekend and certainly looks like a pretty good one. Anytime you go up against Arizona's defense, a lot of people are in play, and that includes Najee Harris. Now time for the money line underdog. I knew which way Donnie Wright's side was going to go. I think this is the right option as you look up and down the board, but I left it for you, my friend. Yeah, I like Denver here with the three and a half, but also I like Denver with a legitimate chance to go in and win this game outright. Well, Donnie, yep. how could you do that? Houston's good. Has anybody been checking what Denver's been doing for the last month and a half? And it's a simple equation for us here. If you don't turn the football over, you're going to be in most football games. Russell Wilson doesn't turn the football over anymore. It's not like it's a high-flying attack 300 yards each and every week. It's just putting your team in the best possible position and also not leaving your defense out to dry, which the Denver Broncos did for the first month of the season. I'm looking at this mm -hmm. game saying i have russell wilson a future hall of fame quarterback going up against a rookie but this isn't any normal rookie in cj stroud i understand that but the way the denver broncos have been playing it's not going to surprise me one bit that they go into houston pick up this victory and then they're actually going to be in the playoffs which means sean payton probably should be yeah. getting some coach of the year numbers here in his favor i like the denver broncos i like the houston texans but if this is a coin flip which i think it is i'm going to take russell wilson in the hot denver broncos and Mike Blewett said it during hour number two. I think that hook on the three, three and a half is a good way of looking Huge. at the Broncos as well. Houston has been a surprising team this year, but as a favorite, when they are expected to win a football game, it hasn't been smooth sailing. Two and two straight up, 0 oh and four against the spread. They're four and two at home in Houston, but just two and four against the numbers. Now, it's very difficult to look at the Broncos with a season-long sample size and get an accurate picture. Again, they're a bottom-five scoring defense in the NFL, but they gave up 70 to the Miami Dolphins. Those numbers are always going to be skewed. The Broncos, here on this five-game win streak and in the last three, have allowed only 18 points per game. In their last four games as well, Donnie, with a total in the 40s, this one at 47 and a half. If you think Denver keeps it close, or maybe wins the football game. Their last four totals in the 40s have stayed under. And they went over last week against the Browns, but the total was 37 and a half. There was 41 combined points in that game. And again, the Broncos as an underdog, two and two, both straight up and against the spread this year. But the two non-wins and non-covers back in the first six weeks of the year, their last two games as an underdog, the Broncos have won outright. Love the look right there. I go to the interim bump for Carolina, a five and a half point dog on the road in Tampa. Now, Carolina is the worst team in the NFL. They have only one win, not just one win. They've been an underdog in all 11 games. They're one, eight and two against the spread. So why do I think the Panthers are going to turn things around? We've seen it already once this year. Josh McDaniels fired the next game. Las Vegas won outright. They were actually a slight favorite against the New York Giants, but that's neither here nor there. The Buccaneers as a favorite this year, three previous games, two and one straight up and against the spread, but they've never laid more than a, uh, never more than a field goal this year. I like Carolina outright. Right, plus 205. Let's whip it around here, DRS. What is your favorite under of this weekend? I'm looking forward to the New York Jets and the Atlanta Falcons. You want to tell Desmond Ritter he doesn't have to get into a high-flying attack and throw for more than 175 yards and probably come away with a victory? Yeah, he's going to sign up for yeah. that game. Bijan Robinson on the ground, Ty or Algier on the ground as well. I think that's going to be able to push around that Jets front line. Who, by the way, the Jets... Come on, man. Back-to-back performances giving up 30 points. They're not going to see that in this football game because I think it stays under the total. Yeah. But the reason why I brought up the Atlanta Falcons is the only thing I'm going to say about the Jets is Tim Boyle's their quarterback. They're not moving the football against anybody. Right. 34 is a ridiculous price in an NFL football game, and I don't think it even approaches 30 here. I think it's a lower-scoring game that the Atlanta Falcons end up winning here, and I don't see very many points. Why? Who's pushing the needle on both sides to get tempo and get it down the field? Nobody. Give me the under. I can't understand why the line is working back to the New York Jets. It was three all week long. Now it's a point and a half. Aaron Rodgers. That's why. Yeah, I know. That has to be it. 
But the practice window has been opened up. It's 21 days. He couldn't even return until week 16. Again, very strange. Good for me. I have the Falcons under eight and a half wins, and we're getting close with a five and six mark. I'm going Patriots team total under 17 and a half. I don't care if they're playing the Chargers, who are tied for the ninth worst scoring defense in the NFL. They're giving up more than 23 points per game. I don't care. The Pats made the move to Bailey Zappi. New England has been under this number in eight of their nine losses this year. The only time they went over was week number one. The last two games the Patriots have played, they've combined for 13 points. I just don't know why the number would be 17 and a half. I'll take it when the juice is on the under with that additional hook at three scores under 17 and a half for New England. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense there on that aspect of it as well because it's, it's amazing. Like we're this is the NFL. You're supposed to get the best quality of football on the planet, and we're dealing with quarterbacks like ring around the rosy. One is worse than the other ones. Where Mac Jones can throw multiple interceptions every week and still wind up being the starting quarterback, and it looks like finally he's not going to be that starting quarterback. And maybe a little Malik Cunningham action at multiple positions Whoa. this weekend. My, have it fallen down from the England Patriots, but there you go. That's Patriots in a nutshell. Got to try something new offensively. As we look at yep. the alternate line, yep. Donnie Wrightside is going big, and I mean really big. Donnie, what gets your attention for Sunday? Yeah, by the way, I'd like to take a shot on this one. Usually it's like, let's ramp it up yeah. just a couple points here, get a plus 110, plus 120. We'd be very successful. I'm going to go for the gusto here. Minus 13 and a half points, alternate line with Pittsburgh Steelers to pound the Arizona Cardinals. And if you are looking for the MVP market defensively, right? T.J. Watt, he might actually have three oh. and four sacks in this football game and separate himself from the field, which means that offense for the Pittsburgh Steelers would do enough. Here's the key number I'm looking at. Yeah, 24 yeah. sounds like a lot for the Steelers. I think they can get there. Why? As explained earlier, I don't think Arizona gets the 10 points here. The Pittsburgh Steelers by double digits, which means 14 or more is going to get you a plus 255. I'm taking a shot on this one. Yeah. The Steelers have covered in their last three games, booked as a favorite as well. Oh. Frankly, I think the number is too light in New Orleans on Sunday. The Lions only lay in four and a half. I know the last two weeks have not been great. Having to come back from down two touchdowns against the Bears miraculously in the final three minutes of that game. And of course, last week, the clunker on Turkey Day. But I don't think it means the Lions are a bad football team or performing above their head. Detroit minus nine and a half plus 196 on the road in the Big Easy on Sunday. Three games for the Lions against the NFC South this year. A perfect three 3-0 against the number, booked as a favorite in every one, winning every game by at least two touchdowns. Your favorite yardage prop of the weekend is what? Yeah, last week I loved Patrick Mahomes to go over his number, throw two touchdown pass against the Vegas Raiders. Easily did that. I think he's going to do the same thing against the Green Bay Packers. 259.5. I still think you're getting a bargain because most people looking at that offense as not yeah. making all the corrections. But also, you need some help. Maybe if the Packers offense wasn't playing as well, I'd say, you know what? Let me move on to a different game. I think Jordan Love can return fire. I'm backing Patrick Mahomes yeah. once again. And quite frankly, he might wind up with the MVP when it's all said and done as they run the table and certainly win this weekend. Patrick Mahomes for me. Go yeah, 227 and a half on Sunday night football for the other quarterback in the game, Jordan Love, a number he has gone yeah. over in five straight games. I mentioned why I believe Miami is going to attack the commander's defense through the air. We talked about Tyreek Hill. How about Jalen Waddle? Over 68 and a half receiving yards. Last week, eight grabs, 114 yards. He has been targeted eight times each of the past two games. The commander's a bottom five passing defense. I think Miami is going to see a ton of aerial success against the commanders on Sunday. We join forces for a two-leg six-point teaser. Give me the Jets plus seven and a half. Donnie, for the reasons you laid out, it stays under 34 points. There's just not all that much margin for Atlanta to win and cover. Plus seven and a half for New York. Points at a premium. You're going out on a limb there taking Carolina outright. I'm going to actually just take Carolina getting to get 11 and a half points. Getting that little bit of a bump. Maybe some good vibes yeah. in the building. Maybe not enough to win, but I'll take double digits there with the Panthers. Maybe they cover for just the second time this year, either as a five-and-a-half-point dog or an 11-and-a-half-point dog in a teaser. A best bet for the weekend up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Closing out our three hours together live right here on this football Friday on the early line on SportsGrid. Our week comes to a close here on TEL. I am Ben. He is Donnie, otherwise known as DRS. But one thing that always remains, that's the Sports Grid app, the ultimate sports betting companion app available for download at the Apple and the Play Store. You can scan the QR code on your screen and make it very easy on yourself. On a Friday night dedicated to college sports with some great NBA games as well, we will find you a best bet before we say farewell and goodbye. It is time for Bye Bye Bye. Donnie right side. What do we like on this Friday from the best bet perspective? Well, you guys know I love pizza, right? So I'm headed to Rome. Not Rome, Italy. I'm headed to Rome, Adunze tonight. Over 91 and a half yards receiver. So, Donnie, how could you do that? You know you love Oregon tonight. You know you want Bo Nix to win the Heisman. You know you want to get paid and yep. enjoy the college football playoff. But there is always a flip side to the argument. Michael Penix is right. really good. This game has 66 and a half, close to 70 points expected in this game. If you are losing, which yep. I think Washington will be, Rome, Adunze will be catching ball after ball after ball over 91 and a half receiving yards tonight for my guy Rome cashing in tickets on a Friday he has gone over 100 yards in eight of the 12 games Washington has played this year including 128 and two scores against Oregon in the initial matchup Mm -hmm. earlier this year the middle of October in Seattle Donnie right side, you are my guy. A conference championship Friday, best bet. I'll give you one as well. I think Liberty covers as an 11.5-point favorite in the CUSA title game against New Mexico State. But more than that, the Flames, the best rushing offense in the country, led by their quarterback, Caden Salter. To score tonight, minus 140 for a guy that has 11 rushing touchdowns this year. Caden Salter, minus 140, anytime TD price. He's Donnie Wrightside. I'm Ben Stevens. We'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday on TEL. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.